I don't understand why it hasn't been. Like, I feel like every time I, feel I like see Bowling those videos, for Soup would do like something like Bowling that. for Soup is probably the exact right artist. <laughs> I don't know where you pulled that out, but I think that is the exact right artist for that song. Uh, Bowling for fucking soup. Where did where was that in the annals of like your mind where you're just like, hey, this is a word, this is a phrase that I'm gonna say again that I never th- <laughs> thought I'd probably hear myself say. Hey again, man, Stacy's mom got Stacey's it going mom. on. She does have it going on. Yes, peaches. So welcome. Whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, the, the president of the United States of America. <laughs> that's really with peaches. That's, that's very. <laughs> that is very Bowling for Soup adjacent, though. I'm too old for this shit. What you just said. Life moves pretty fast. At no point, you don't stop and look around Everyone once in a while. In this room, you could miss it. Out welcome, welcome to uh, Too Old for the Shit. Yeah. I, I am, I am Peapod uh, or Chris, and I'm Mark, just Mark. And of course, we're with uh, with uh, Mark Tron, uh, Tron, Mark. Hey, hi. Hey, Mark, Tron, Tron, Mark. Our, our producer slash third host. Mark Tron 2000, actually. It's full. <laughs> Very cyberpunky, the name. It is. I like, I can see like neon, like around that. Yeah, it was always uh, influenced by like Daft Punk and, and Tron. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, all yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like, I mean, pretty much everything everybody's into all the time now. I mean, we need it, to get that in here then. We need, we need like a neon sign that says that in the studio. I mean, they, they I don't used know how to, much those things cost, so they but used it's more to, than I'm willing to spend. Lot, I'm sure. So they used to have this when this was like the other studio for Bike Rock Records. Um, they had like a big logo and then like the neon, like behind it, like neon sign, everything mm-hmm. when it was like, set I've up. seen pictures of that. It was yeah. like pink or something, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you could change the color. You change the color, but uh, it was like, like, that's how, like pink. literally every room in my house has some sort of LED. I know. I love that. Like immediately my mood was lifted a bit. I was telling him that today's been sort of a rough day from a work perspective and Yikes. a couple other things. But I walked in, mm-hmm. I saw the mood lighting in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, that's right. This is a safe place. This is a safe space. Nice and chill, man. Yeah, where's Donut? He, he was outside. I saw I saw him in the wild. Yeah, I he's, saw him. He's Donut's killing the crickets. cat, by the way. Donut's Tron's cat. Tron's cat, yes. Um, My boy. He's boy. A, he's a, he's a good, My boy, he's, Donut. He's a good, he's a, shout out to Donut. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of things happened. First, first of all, I first life. Last life. First off, I got COVID for like the first time in two and a half years. And I swear to God, I thought I was gonna go through this and it'll never hit me at all. I thought I would be one hundred percent great. And then I got a stomach bug uh over Labor Day weekend. And then I think it either was still pre, maybe pre-COVID. I, I don't, it was the prequel to the actual to, to the actual event. So you think there were two separate illnesses? I don't know. Yeah. So so here's a, here's the rundown. Here's the rundown. So we had little ones, much like we do constantly over our house. And on Sunday evening, I started to get like real like upset stomach. Yeah. Now, granted, I kind of have a uh, lactose sensitivity, <laughs> so I've had like a lot of like soft cheeses. I had like alcoholic creamer in my coffee for an afternoon coffee because why the hell not? Yeah. And like it was just a lot, so I thought oh, I had an upset stomach because of like hey too much dairy, but then I started violently vomiting that evening, and then overnight, uh, yeah. like the like the worst I've ever felt. The next day on Monday on Labor Day, I did not get out of bed. I went. I got out of bed to go to the bathroom and maybe occasionally dry heave. 
That's it. Like I did not leave my bed the entire day. Tuesday I went to I, I, I went to work, but going to work for me, I worked from home, so I just like went to my office and tried to like do some work in between like naps. Um or for whatever. That's just a normal day for me. I mean <laughs> <laughs> And then uh and then Wednesday I was like, Okay, I feel a little bit better, I need to get back into the world. Wednesday I went to the office. And I, I was like, I was generally fine. Okay. It's just a little, fa- little fatigued or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And then like in that evening, like my wife was complaining that she, she called off her, her work on that day. Cause she had like a bad sinus uh, headache and like, she's hypersensitive to the weather changes. So, yeah, yeah, me too. so she'll, she, she was out. And then like Wednesday, like I, I started getting like a weird tickle in my throat and kept coughing. I was just like, Oh, this is weird. And, and I chalked it up to like sinuses. Cause you know, Changing temperature, we live in the swamp, whatever. Granted, I took I took a test on Tuesday and it was negative. I wake up on Thursday, I tell my work, hey, I'm working from home, I still feel like garbage. I tell my wife, like, I feel like absolute shit. She goes, take a test again. Positive. And I'm just like, son of a bitch. And then that weekend was the worst weekend in my adult life. Yeah, I remember you talking to you that way. And it was, it was the worst. So it sounds like it was either two separate things or COVID was just being a dick and like hitting you yeah. with like something. The two piece. The two- I, I think I think it was uh, it was like the Ric Flair chop block and the, like they took me down and then he they just figured, and then like my my body and my antibodies like just tapped out to a figure four from something and it, I I recovered and then like a couple weeks ago on Friday I tested negative so I was like I can finally leave my house. And, um, yeah, it was just the worst. I'm still somewhat recovered. Like I'm, I I am recovered, but like my lung capacity, it feels like it's after effects. Yeah. I think it's a little lingering. So like my heart was racing real bad yesterday, but that was also for another reason that I'm not going to express because I'm a gentleman, but this morning also, like when I was on my, uh, morning walk after I was done, it started like racing uh, real hard again, but I also chalked that up to I was doing a lot more incline walking uh, on on the walking path in my neighborhood that I chose to do. So I kind of chalked it up to that. I haven't done my evening walk in like three days, and mm-hmm. I, I think I, I pinpointed it back to the last time it was like eighty. Ever since it's been like fifties at night, I'm just not doing. It. I'm like it's too cold. Fuck this. No, I and, and I, I don't mind it during the day. But right. I usually take my dog for at least like close to a mile walk. I, I just, I've not been doing it. Like, I do I a half hour walk and it's about a mile and a half. All right. That's pretty good. So, pretty good clip. Yeah. It's a good clip in the morning. I do it mostly every work morning because it kind of helps me kind of wake up. Wake I do up, that for the day. Then, you know, shit, shower, shave, make myself breakfast, get myself prepared and head into work. So it's a nice like way to kind of yeah. jumpstart the day. I've got a routine, but it's really not too intense. It pretty much just involves getting up, going to the bathroom, making my coffee, taking the dog out. And as I get into winter, the more that's going to be like, uh, I'm ready for the day now. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as I step outside for the first time, it's like in the, in the summertime, it's no big deal. I could come back in the summertime. Like I'm going back to bed, you know, but in the winter, once you've gone out and yeah. it's like eight outside, <laughs> you're, you're up. It's like four. Trying to, you just, are you working indoors most of the time in the winter or is no, there like, fuck no, 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 nah, we save all the indoor work for the summer. I think that's really? smart, honestly. No, it's not. It's they, not. It's, it's a joke about our horrible scheduling because it almost always happens to be that like we'll be inside of a house that doesn't have any electric for the summer months, and then they're like, "All right, 
Well, we finally got the groundbreaking on this garage you're building. This like 16 port garage, which is literally what's happening right now. Right. We were supposed to be building this thing like uh, last month, but apparently, and I don't even know if this shit's true anymore. There's like a big fucking cement shortage. Mix it. I don't fucking know. Like, (laughs) get more. It's dirt. Do you not have enough spinny trucks, or what's the issue? It's like it's fucking dust and shit. Like, go. (laughs) The idea of the shortage during like COVID and then like post COVID or whatever you want to call this time, because allegedly the 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 pandemic's over. Allegedly, tentatively, I don't know. Whatever. It's like a roll of the die from like a dungeon master saying, "Okay, this week you're we're gonna have a shortage of rolls die." (laughs) <laughs> milk <laughs> rolls die cement rolls die yeah, chicken just, wings I think like, the what the fuck like, wouldn't it be funny just to fuck with them last week was salt I went to Kroger salt. I couldn't get salt I'm like salt war are we safe is this like the war effort where we you know we're we were keeping our remember when what was it during oh god during World War II there was a year that like the pennies weren't made out of Something like that, yeah. yeah. Some shit yeah. like that, right? Like, are we doing? Is this what we're doing right now? Like, the COVID effort requires us to give up salt, like, like kosher I, salt specifically. Like, I know that, like, we're on the verge of like World War Three. There's like shit happening in Iran. You know, uh, Putin, Putin's about to, you know, a couple ten seconds away of launching nukes. You know, Kim Jong Un or Armenia whatever. And Azerbaijan are literally going at it right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just you know, like. You know, and then like we have shit going on in our own country because of you know the last president and and whatnot, and then you know Biden's doing his best. Fucking so you Joe know, Byron, Joe, you ever listen to um Jolton Joe? <laughs> I, I it's just it's just nuts, and I'm just like, okay, fuck it, why not? Like at this point in my life, I am just trying to find things that make me happy and right. like enjoy the time that. I have with my loved ones, especially with things that have gone on. I talked about uh, previously about, you know, close friend dying. Recently, somebody I knew that was part of the music scene passed. So, like, real oh, close. Yeah. So, there's that. I had a friend uh, told me that his mother just passed today. So, I'm just like, there's a lot of, like, death and a lot of, like, negativity and whatnot I mean, around not that's me the right same now. thing, but I just found out that Sidney Poitier died back in, like, January. And that was kind of a, that was a hit to me. I found out. I mean. Seven months after everybody else. I mean. Eight months. Hey, sometimes, sometimes it just, like, death is, like, one of those things that, like, you don't think about until it's, like, right in your face. And right, right. now it's, like, kind of in my face right now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I'm going to hang on to the things that make me happy, i.e., I'm getting back into Magic the Gathering, as I talked about, and Mark... I almost went along. I mean, I did go along for Mark the ride, was, Mark I, went around for a ride a couple weeks ago. We went to a place locally uh, called uh, Old School Gaming. Not a sponsor, but if they want to sponsor us, sure. Uh, we're not, we're not going to turn the money or cards down. No, exactly, no. And I went to like uh, a special like pre-release event for like the newest set. And Mark came and like basically... I told everybody like who I was there... Like the yeah, this is my muscle. Like <laughs> he's just like he's just here to like just like stand here and just like make sure like. And for the most part, this, I kind of look like like Secret Service. Yeah, for the most part, because I was kind of lingering. People were like, "Who's that guy?" I'd be like, "Don't fucking worry about it." Like, it's like don't don't like he's not important. Don't worry about it. Worry about <laughs> Shut it. up. Yeah, there's don't look pit, at him. There's don't look him in the eye. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just like he's coming at you like a spider monkey. It's just like, <laughs> and like I I re picked up the game. 
and like even even Mark like videotaped me playing, <laughs> like I'm like six, like riding a bike. Right. It was I was like I could I was amazed because you were like oh I'm not sure I've been playing a little bit online. You seemed like a little bit nervous about it, right? And then I, we get there and I'm like oh my god, like I don't even think I was ever this level of of like good right even back in the 90s when no. i picked it up you know and i'm watching him like oh my god i can't believe he's doing great he's doing great there's nothing to worry about i didn't win i barely won anything i won my in a buy like there was a mini tournament and uh i i won my buy and then i tied two people and then i lost <laughs> you lost your buy that no i no <laughs> I, I well i so i technically <laughs> lost two by their standards but right. it was like we tied yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then we were like, okay, let's just roll die, and whoever like gets the highest number, like, will will be declared the winner, and yeah. they like win the pack that you you got. That's from right, that. they're giving away free pack. Yeah. So and and you know everybody, uh, you know the the two ties that I got, they won the pack because we did right. this roll of die because it was just the only fair thing. So it's just like whatever, and like getting into the game again, has made me very happy, and also like. Come to find out, like, there's a shit ton of people that I know who just openly play that I'm like, where was this when I was younger? Well, the other thing, too, is, like, having been along for the ride, mm-hmm. I, I very much got caught up in the culture. And I, I've noticing that, like, the older that I get, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, trying to identify, like, these these groups that I want to be part of, right? Like... So while I was there, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I was really into, like, when you got the packs, especially when mm-hmm. she got the packs. Granted, we got there a bit early, and we're just looking around, and I'm like, I can see myself fitting into all these different niches. Like, oh, yeah. I want to get into this. I want to get into this. So old school gaming, it's just, I mean, you've got, like, there's a ton of Dungeons & Dragons stuff, mm-hmm. Magic, a lot of different uh, uh, collectible card games, trading card games, whatever. Um, but then, like, board games, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, I'm looking around going, oh, my God, this is, like, this is pretty much, like, a place that I thought only still existed in like um, Stranger Things world, right? Right. And yet here it is. We walked in. There's, I mean, conservatively, there was 50, 60 people in there I, I, when I would we walked say, in. I, would I mean, because there was people up front playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, wow, you really can find your, 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 your tribe. Group, your tribe. Yeah. yeah thank you. Um, you know, and I, I kind of felt myself really badly wanting into it. I'm like, no, and I, you know, I don't talk a whole lot about, it, but I do play League of Legends, mm-hmm. and I actually, I kind of got sucked back into playing Diablo three again because Diablo four is coming out. But so I'm like, ah, you know, I don't, I really don't know that I can get involved in yet another addiction, especially one that costs money. You know? <laughs> right. Um, but like, I, I, I very much felt like part of something while I was there. I wasn't playing, you know, but like even just standing there watching, listening to people talk, listening to like a whole different set of vocabulary that I haven't heard in decades, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff that I didn't even understand. But like, just to know that there's like, no matter what you're into, there's a group of people that's out there that's that's into it, you know? I mean, that could be good or bad. Yeah, I was thinking like, <laughs> That goes the other way too with cults. You don't, yeah, you don't get me wrong. But. Right. I was thinking about white hoods. Like, this is, like, yeah. oh, this is <laughs> right. going to the wrong. You can find your clan. I mean, I mean, try it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's also the same time, like as adults, we have a hard time. I feel like it's so much easier when you're younger to find, like, that group of people and, like, just jump in. Mm-hmm. Like, as adults, we're all, like, very hesitant to to get into stuff like that. And also, at the same time, like, we're afraid to, like, get weird. Yeah. There has to be, like, a switch that eventually clicks that you're like, I'm, I don't care if this makes me feel weird. Yeah. And, and and I feel like that happens in your 
thirties and forties. I think it's uh, the first, like after as an adult, like <clears throat> after the first time you shart. <laughs> And can't and cannot that's the moment you like, deny it. Like, like you've just broken like all of these walls, and you're like, nothing gets worse than this. I thought I thought it was like going to actually Home Depot and then getting excited for stuff. And at sharding. The Home Depot. That's, that's and sharding. A, so it's Home Depot and sharding. I feel like that's when you're you, an adult. Once, once you, you yeah, once you start perusing out. the lumber yard, like, well, that's I don't need that compass, but sure does. I can't. I feel so intimidated going into like hardware stores. I get fucking hard. <laughs> you I get hardest. At hardware stores, yeah, straight up. No, I, I do remember <clears throat> the first time I had like a, a three foot level, and I'm like, this just isn't going to do it for some of the stuff. They don't make around. those. I need a six. I need a nice six foot level. Yeah. And I remember, I remember, I spent like way more than than, than what I needed on, oh, yeah. on a, a six foot level for myself. And like, you can fuck like, around and spend a lot of money accidentally <laughs> on, a, on a level in particular. <laughs> And I did. There's a it's a company it's called Stabila and they're German and that's like the the most like precise like levels in the world. And they can be upwards of five to like a grand for a level. Oh, for yeah. a fucking level. Yeah, I and, mean for something for, for what I'm doing, certainly not. I'm like, is this you know four? It does foot have wide? a use and people do buy them. And sure. it's like it's it's a world renowned company and they like if I ever get. Comfortable enough? You bet your ass. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's gonna I, be in a glowing, <laughs> glowing I mean, I, showcase. Yeah, I get it. Don't like, fucking touch that. <laughs> it's yeah, not for you. Well, like I, with my, you know, in the marketing agency that I work for, like I, I see like specialty websites and specialty publications for mm-hmm. like, like stuff that you wouldn't even think there would be a market for, and um, like for example, like there's a company that works in manufacturing stuffs for for kitchens mm-hmm. not like home kitchens like like industrial, le- like, kitchens, like industrial yeah. kitchens okay and then you know that those people need to like market their company to the audience that might be interested in buying items for from them so it's a business to business company yeah so like they they have stuff for a publication i re- i just put in an order today because then my, what my job is, is like I, I basically, I get the budget and then they're like, okay, we want to spend it on these things. So like, here's the money, spend the money. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm not liking the conversations about building the budget or whatnot. I get to spend the money. They're like, here's this, spend it on this, go ahead, spend it. And I'm like, cool. And like publications for stuff on just on just websites and like part of an email blast, upwards to like, five grand a location Mm -hmm. uh email to like be a part of this email blast that goes out on like a couple times a week five thousand dollars per insert i feel like though there's equivalence to that on like personal hobbyist type things like you said about the level and i you know i obviously understand that's got a a a very real business use Mm -hmm. right and a hobbyist is probably not likely going to need it but if you've got the money this is conversations i've had before is like if you have the means if you have enough disposable income i think the better stuff you have within your little circle of interests right Mm -hmm. um you know if money was absolutely no issue uh you know i mean i do a little bit of gaming i don't have a great gaming pc you know like Money was no issue. If you just had a blank check, would this studio be absolutely decked out with things you don't necessarily need? You know what I mean? Like- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Mark and I right. had, had this conversation. It's just like, you know, it, and I love the joke of like, 
if you're, uh, it, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody if I won the lottery, but there would be signs. There would be signs. And <laughs> and it'd be like stuff like that. And uh, like best example, because uh, Magic Gathering, once again, because this is like the, the hobby of my life right now. Um, and Post Malone and the, who I, because of his talk about it, got me into it. Yeah. Good old Posty. Uh, he talked about like, he spent like tens of thousands of dollars for like a first edition of one of the most rarest cards in Magic, and he spent that much money on it, and I'm yeah. like, he's dude's a multi millionaire, right? Like, why the fuck not? Like, just get weird with it, right? So I was just like, I, and we talked about it, like, if if you were a millionaire, I don't think I would spend it on like. Shit that I don't need. I'm not gonna go and go buy a gondola or whatever. No, it'd be practical. I think it'd be practical, expensive shit. Right. And like I talked about how like if I won the lottery, I first off we would just pay off any loans that were like hanging over our head, take care of medical bills or whatever, put some money away for like like we buy off the house like uh, and just straight up own it. We would like put money aside for all the grands, and then like we would just buy motorhome and travel. Right. And just, that's it. You know, maybe I'd still be working, maybe not. And we just explore, make sure like <laughs> our house is just there for a spot to make sure it's good. But and when we, we had go. that conversation, when you and I had that conversation before you told me motorhome, before I was thinking big, I said, I'd have the nicest fucking spice rack you've ever seen. <laughs> right. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get a, a motorhome yeah, and travel like, the country. I'm like, well, make room for my spice rack. Yeah, that spice rack is about to be. But like, we would also like deck out our home. Like we would remodel the kitchen. We would remodel the bathroom. That spice just, rack though. That, that is like some rich solid. people shit. I mean, because, I mean like. If you're like really cooking, like especially if you're doing like uh, Mediterranean or Indian food, oh, like sure, yeah. to keep the spices that they use, the amount that they use, oh, you and need to f- keep those fresh, that shit is expensive. Saffron is fucking expensive. Saffron oh my is God. no joke. Like, all that shit, and like to keep it fresh because that stuff doesn't hold like mm-hmm. table no, salt or, no. and pepper. You know, you got to like so that's literally rich people shit. If you could keep that bowl all the time, right? You almost need a guy, yeah. right? We're like, where, it, where's they where's do, Joe? Is they he have in today? A guy in the pantry too, and they're just like, all right, you got to go shopping. Is today. the saffron like, any good? No, <laughs> why? Fucking get fresh. Yeah, you think the shit at the like the spices at the at the store, at the grocery market, or whatever, yeah, is not, a good thing. Like, no, no, I'm no. not talking about taking like Kroger brand no. garlic powder and pouring it into a nice yeah. bowl, no, or a nice, no. nice container. I mean, like, you know, some fresh shit. Be like, did did Joe grind that up today, a, or is that from yeah, yesterday? Well, is that still yesterday's shit? In a jar and shit. You know, yeah, like, there's yeah. a big difference between like. Pouring garlic powder in something and then grating garlic into See, your dish. I have fresh garlic for days. I always use fresh garlic. Mm-hmm. I did not use powder at all. I mean, we have powder, but we also garlic, but we use, but we use, we prefer. And maybe on like a garlic toast or something. But right. like garlic is like super cheap. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's no reason not to. And it's like the most fucking amazing. Like it's so delicious. Whatever amount they tell you in any recipe, it's times ten. Double. No, always. yeah. That's oh. a suggestion. Yeah. That's like, like that's for like somebody who's new to garlic. Three cloves of garlic. You're like, oh, you've never had garlic before? Use two cloves. Mints. Like, when I'm fuck like, I will. Winter, winter months are coming up, too. When it gets like, when I get sick and congested and shit, mm-hmm. you'll see me all day popping garlic cloves like like Tylenol. Yeah. Seriously, all day. Because it'll clear your sinuses out. Never yeah. done that. Never done that. I might I have to. Eat it, man. Seriously, just fucking eat just it. Man, it's like, in there. yeah, I just take a clove, bust it out, pop it in the mouth. Clears your sinuses out, and they're like hella good for you. Yeah, so I can, respect. Yeah, I don't think I've done that. <laughs> yeah, it's just popping garlic, man. Yeah, I seriously, mean, I walk around with a Ziploc bag full of this. Hey, hey, you got this, man. You I thought I was up? pretty ballsy for having a fisherman's <laughs> friend once. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a whole other level. But it's like one of the, it's one of those things. Like when you get older, you have a hard time finding your tribe. But then you also like build some of these like things that you like really establish yourself. Your morning routine, your 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 look, your you know, you get to a point in your life where like you're you're going to be this for the rest of your life. Yeah, right. Like as you as you're in your twenties, and I would venture to guess even early thirties, you're still developing. What you're going to go, I'm going to try this. I'm yeah. going to do this. Like, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, my beard's either long or it's not. And that's the extent of what I, the thought I give to my look, right? It's not that I don't care how I look. I mean, honestly, ever since I've had kind of the weird neurological crap, I dress very comfortably. That's mm-hmm. it. But prior to that, I had pretty much my daily uniform, which was, you know, pretty narrowed down to a handful of things that I knew looked good on me that weren't dependent upon fashion they were just you know personal styles so i sort of have a i don't want to call it like midlife crisis but i'm having like a i guess you could say identity change crisis i don't know how you call it the the reason i say that evolution how do you evol- say you what evolution how do you say anyway um whatever i i took four i took four semesters of spanish in college I can't speak a lick of it ain't that some shit thanks UT cause you need that I needed a, a language for uh, my my degree anyway <laughs> for four semesters of a language for to get your, your degree anyway back to my main story so I, I worked in radio for 11 years and in 2021 I left and for the longest time it was just jeans black t-shirt whatever rarity that i would like get up uh, dress up like nice and i i would put on a nicer shirt when like corporates in town because you know you want to look respectful mm-hmm. you know you can't put on the you know the black t-shirt of the day on when the corporates are on you you want to look a little bit more presentable and that's always just been like my mentality and everything when i left I, I I worked in a, in a, a quickly for like a like a hot minute like a, a printing company and the guy wanted like business casual and he even made the joke he goes we're polo people so I bought like a bunch that of is polos a joke. yeah I, oh gosh, yeah I was I I don't wear polos now I I have some polos that I kept because I just like how the fit on I me we're polo I think, people I think polo people would be my cue to leave be like and I'm fucking out of here yeah, yeah. well I'm not, I'm not a polo people well it was a better job and at the time a better opportunity than the radio station was giving me but you know things happened and I left that as well but and I'm in a better place now but I I was wearing like a lot more button ups and polos and like. You know, I was changing my style a little bit. And now in the marketing agency, technically, I could wear the same clothes that I did at the radio station, but I chose not to. Mm-hmm. I like that what I got on, you know, a nice button up, you know, nice, you know, press, you know, pants or whatever, shoes that go with the outfit or whatnot, or my, you know, loud shoes of like, you know, my green boots or my, you know, my turquoise uh, shoes, something that like makes it pop and stand out. But like, it's still my attitude, but in a very like condensed or like more like, I don't want to say conservative, but like, in a a very way of like, this is like my style now. And like, I like how I look in this. Don't get me wrong. I'll still wear a t-shirt here and there and whatnot. But like when I'm not now out and now in my mid thirties, I have chosen to be like, this is like who I want to be now. Like a little bit of a style. Like I'm still a punk kid at heart, 
but I'm also in the you know corporate world in a sense. You know, yeah, I, I think, still want to be my own. I think some of this goes back to um, I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily in alignment with or kind of in opposition to like finding your tribe, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I think as we get older, I don't think it's necessarily a matter of finding your tribe. It's that along the way, you've lost members of of your tribe, right? So when you were a kid, mm-hmm. your tribe was just like if you if you took up playing Magic the Gathering when you were younger, just like everybody around you'd be like, let's fucking try this. You right. know? As you get older, I think everybody's interests have gotten so much more specialized that you're now seeking them out. But as far as like finding the people that you can just be completely weird around, like I've got people that are still in my life that I think know the exact level of weird that I am. Mm-hmm. And, and they can evolve along with you. But those people are so much in the minority, right? As, as In terms of the total number of people that are actively part of your day-to-day life. And, you know, maybe your closest friends or even your spouse aren't the people that you show your inner weird to. And if weird is, you know, just we're saying just for the sake of giving it a term, but playing right. Magic the Gathering, playing right. League of Legends, getting into, you know, I don't know, like anime or whatever, like mm-hmm. whatever your hobbies are, wrestling, you know, the things that you're you're into. Um, I don't know. Like, it, it seems like you're you're just kind of backfilling your tribe. Mm-hmm. When you're young, it's really easy because it's just it, it's I, just whatever is in your vicinity. Well, and I also feel like yeah, it's whatever's been in your vicinity. But I also feel like when you're younger, you're the things that you get into, you're just much more willing to share with everybody around you, right? And at some point, you're we kind of learn that oh, it's not okay to be to be weird or different or to have these like right. these hobbies that aren't just completely mainstream or you know watch shows that aren't top 10 on netflix or whatever the hell Mm -hmm. you know but then at some point you just you stop swimming against the current and like for you it was post malone like if post malone hadn't done that is this something like you'd been missing out on like because you spent last weekend it was like what friday and saturday friday and saturday yeah yeah yeah. playing uh magic and my wife was gone she was on a on a a girl's trip with her friends who like my wife and her group of friends or her best friends and everything they called themselves the oldies but they're a little older than me um, but you know, I, you know, they, they went on, I'm like, I'm bored at home. I might as well just do something, be, uh, have some fun. So I s- spent like $50 across, uh, across two events, uh, yeah, $40, excuse me. I don't know math. Um, uh, and, and did two events and got a bunch of cards and, and, and had a good time and just like, you know, nerded out for two days and then also did some, you know, adult things like. Cocaine, yeah, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> hookers, you know, did some vi- did some mild violence, you know, magic and coke. We yeah. did, we did violence. We did violence. We did violence, honey. Um, and it just you know, like clean up the house and you know do laundry or whatnot, and, you know, shit like that. Um, and it was it was a blast and everything, and you know, I I found like and and like I come to find out like there's a bunch of people who who, who play around, and I've made like plans and you know, organize things to, you know, hang out with some of those people. Mm-hmm. Those, those are people that I didn't think that I would be interacting with either at all or again, or I've made connections through like such and such friends or the music scene or God knows what. But, you know, in a way it was like, it was a pop culture figure yeah. that brought you back to something. Yeah. And I'm just like, like the more you've kind of 
talked about that, the more I think, well, what if you hadn't? What if you hadn't? I mean, you know, and you can't get stuck on life on near misses, but what if you hadn't? What would you have done Friday and Saturday when your wife was out of town, just been bored or whatever? Yeah, just lay around. You know, and there's this thing that's been out there this whole time. You just haven't rediscovered, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just like giving me, like, it's an invigorating feel to yeah. stuff, you know, like, because with everything going on, it, it, it's it's so tiring dealing with what's just going on alive. right now. Sometimes, just being, sometimes alive. being alive is just tiring. It's exhausting. <laughs> like, and it's just, and it shouldn't be. You should have those moments of, like, of clarity and fun and and love and respect and 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 things and just you know well it's just having something to look forward to yeah too you know like if i think we've just gotten so used to the grind it doesn't matter what you do for a living mm-hmm. doesn't matter how much money you make doesn't matter if you're doing really well or if you're dead broke everybody's grinding everybody's right. everybody's getting up everybody's you know whether you're monday through friday or your third shift it doesn't matter you're just you're you're going through your days. You're kind of, I think, even more so than our parents' generation and before them. It's just a grind. Well, of course, we're doing line. more than they did. Cost seventy cents for a cheeseburger, <laughs> right? Back then, <laughs> fuckers. I mean, and that I remember a, that two, was a double. I yeah. Sure. I remember. I remember when uh, Circle K. They had a uh, just a few years ago. They had a deal. It was like a large soda and two roller girl, uh, 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 two roller grill items. Three dollars. I love the roller grills. Like just like so, you just you know. Now I went to I went to Circle K right before I got here, and two roller grill items by themselves, three fifty. Like, what what the hell? My, not a drink, nothing else, like just two items of whatever. So what did you get? Was it just a dog? Or did I got you go a, like I got a, two dogs. I got just two, two dogs. dogs. You can go like the Polish sausage no, or whatever. Well, no, no. Excuse me, I'm wrong. I I got a hot dog and I got a. All uh, a I got a, I think a Polish sausage or yeah. something yeah so I, I mixed it up a little bit sometimes they just call them sausage over in Poland you just call them yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what <are> they- <laughs> God damn it. it's such a like do you just think a they call po- Italian sausage Italian sausage over there too I made the, I made a joke on TikTok that uh, if uh, if uh, if the band Foreigner was in their home country do you just call them citizen yo. That's a good joke. That is a good I joke. Like but it's also funnier because there's a band called Citizen. That's why, yeah, oh, I got that and, and And there's a band called Foreigner. So there you go. And Citizen's from Toledo. And Citizen is from Toledo. Or Southwest Michigan, Southeast, Southeast, it, Southeast it, Michigan. It, most of them are from Toledo. A couple of the members are from Michigan. But I think those the people who were part of Citizen. We just claim them all. We just claim, we just whatever. Claim just like although we're about to lose Ryland, my understanding. He's moving we are, we are. Well, Ryland left the band. No, I mean from the city. He's going out to. Yeah, he left the band. But yeah, he's, but he's, he's going. Where is he going? Portland. He's going to yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. You know, I, honestly, I don't. I don't blame him. <laughs> like, I I hate saying that. Like, I don't want to be the hate on Toledo guy because I used to be and still am like pro Toledo guy. And I am pro Toledo in a lot of aspects. I'm still very pro Toledo, but the problem is we're sitting firmly in the midst of Ohio, Correct. which is a much bigger problem. Correct. Like Toledo, I don't. I have no problem with Toledo. Toledo, you know, not. I don't want to drag the show into too much into politics, but I think it's we, gonna we are all there, very yeah. much in al- the three of us are all very much in alignment of that. You know, fuck Toledo, fuck, fuck Ohio. I mean, Toledo at, at the I very least we've got. Yeah, I think Ohio's tight. Yeah, actually, yeah. But you don't like Toledo. 
No, I just say that. You just say that, yeah. <laughs> I don't like Toledo. Very I don't like much, the politics of just, Ohio, but I like I like the state. I think I'm not if you a took city guy. if you took the, the stripped it all out. You know. I don't mind the idea of the Midwest. Oh, I don't mind. I it. I love the idea of just like this homely like neighborhood camaraderie. The you can go over to your neighbor's house, you can borrow a cup of sugar. That style, that idea. Yeah, but you have to. You have to let them well, know. Yes, I found out. You yes, to, you have to tell them you're. You can't just like pop in like my one neighbor. Uh, literally, what are you my, doing? I was just getting some sugar. Put the gun down. <laughs> my one neighbor will <laughs> knock on my door and ask me for like randomly pepper. Granted, he's a very older man with a tortoise. Always the same thing. Like Wait. get your own fucking pepper. You've been doing this for six months <laughs> <laughs> with a tortoise. Oh yeah, my neighbor. My neighbor has a tortoise, very large tortoise that escapes the house constantly. Constantly, <laughs> at one point, at one point, there was a news. There was a news story because it was a slow news day. Because apparently somebody was not invading another country that day. Whatever, shocking. Uh, that that the tortoise got out of his house, and like the tortoise can like kind of go, yeah, like kind of fast. You think it would be slow as fuck? No, it it moves when Is it a wants tortoise to. Tortoise and turtle the same thing? No, no, turtles are water. Yep. Whoa. Yep. Tortoise's land. I didn't know that. Yep. Tortoise and the tortoise like ran off and then someone found it on the street while like while walking or whatnot, took it, took it to a nearby park and put it back into the wild. <laughs> I've seen one of these and, here before. And, and, and yeah. <laughs> this is where they go. And then and Dude's then, like, where the fuck are you taking me? What where are we going? Yeah. Wee. I'm being abducted. Wee. Wee. <laughs> and then and then like the, like there was a there was a group of people that were like uh like uh, was working on a project or one and near the park and they saw the tortoise and the guy went, I know whose tortoise that is. Somebody recognized Someone the tortoise. Someone recognized the tortoise because he put up signs and put That's on Carl. Facebook and whatnot and brought it back. I'll be so, damned. Yeah. yeah. But it escapes his house all the time. All the time. He's a they're nice people. Do tortoises it, live a very long time? Yes. Yeah, they live things a like, fucking long time. Yeah. Galapagos Island, those turtles are like, uh, what? The a one few that, hundred years old? The one that was like best friends with Charles Darwin? Yeah. Just, just died recently? Yeah. So well, there was a tortoise that was best friends with Charles Darwin? Yeah. yeah. So wait a minute. So if, you, if you're going to take on a tortoise, you really need like a succession plan, right? Like you got to figure out who's taking this thing after I'm going. I don't know. there's a good chance that it could have Well, I mean, they, my neighbors are just let them go. older. Just, let just them go take them to the park. Yeah. <laughs> Stop bringing this thing back. It's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I sure as hell not gonna, like, I'm not going to donate it. My wife, my wife brought home a, uh, a rabbit, uh, a bunny, uh, just yesterday. I mean, was the rabbit like willing? Was it like a tame rabbit, or did she just like? I hit this with my car. <laughs> hit it. No, I, I'm gonna keep it. Almost something like that, but not quite like that. So my wife's son has a lot of reptiles, snakes, lizards, etc. He bought a baby bunny. Was going to feed it alive to one of the snakes, and his daughter, our granddaughter flipped her shit when she heard that yeah absolutely my wife said no way and took it and came home and all of a sudden she went like she like dropped off all her stuff because i was still working at home because it's monday i work from home and she came in and and she went to the bathroom and i'm just like walking around and whatever and getting like an afternoon coffee and and i just see there's like this glass case and a bunny rabbit in it and i go honey there's a rabbit here can you tell me why? 
I was I was following that story poorly. When you talk about the baby bunny that was going to be fed to the snake, I thought this was like this is the snake that she rescued, and then she was just going to take some fucking stray and swap it back in and be eaten by the. Yeah, you like, went off the rails, yeah, I did. my guy. Yeah, yeah. no, I wasn't. Fu- yeah, no, nah. your story I think was more impressive than mine, honestly. Like toward the end there, I was still thinking that might be how it was going to turn out. No, so <laughs> we have so we have now a bunny. My cats are interested in in recognizing why it is, and I had to look up how to take care of a bunny. Dude, I brought home this last week from work. I brought home a field mouse. Oh, because it was uh, I was tearing the soffit out of this house, and this mouse was hanging out. I'm like, dude, scooped his ass up because they were gonna poison all the mice in the house. That's some bullshit. So I'm like, well, they're nasty. So I took him here. He's cute as a button. Uh, well, he decided to chew his dumb ass out of the container that he was in, and gummy or donut ate his head. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shout out to Donut. Yeah, just his fucking head, too. Oh. Trying to save this guy's life, turn him loose, and he. I, I learned a valuable lesson. I'm not sure what it is, but. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's the donut's a little psycho, but, you know, what are you going to do? He's a Do- donut. He only ate his head. That's yeah. right. No, I mean that's that's, that's like a crime least, of passion. That's the least meat. Yeah, that's exactly. That's not hunting. That's yeah. not survival instinct. That's, that's, that's a crime that's, of passion. Like they, there was some beef. Donut had beef with that mouse. He insulted. He that insulted mouse said some shit to Donut. Like, what's up, Donut Hole? Fuck you. Nope. That's it. Ah. Nope. That's fucking crazy to me. Just that's insane. You know what's also crazy to me? People having pet rats. I don't know, man. I, like, no. I can, my boy Gage has two of them. No. He's always sending me pictures with their, like, crawling all over his head. No. They're smart as that. shit, though. No. Fuck that. No way. That Those, those, I just, I can't. Like, those are dog, cat, bunny, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, they're, like, utilitarian, though, like, it's like a protect you you know I like can't. fucking give them the plague it's just yeah well yeah exactly Chuck but i just like i rat rats are just like no like anything like that small like scurries i can't i can't do i mean my dog is fairly small and scurry. hamsters scurry hamsters guinea pigs scurry. i can't do hamsters hamsters cats even scurry ferrets scurry like sideways they do that with ferrets are, long ass. okay so ferrets are ferrets are different i've always wanted a ferret and i wanted to name him ferret bueller like that's, that. a, good, that's a good one that's going. I can do. I can deal with ferrets. Ferrets are fine. I but can't do pet rats. Re- that is the only reason I wanted the ferret, though. Like I think, I think it'd be cool to have one, but I really only wanted one to name it Ferret Bueller. Like, right, this isn't fun anymore. I know. Like after <laughs> two, three days, we're like, I'm gonna leave at the park <laughs> yeah, with this tortoise. See ya. <laughs> Here, this is Carl. This is Ferret. Deuces. Deuces. Mouth. That sounds like it sounds like a kid's book. The pets I'm left in the park. It. I'm writing it right you now. You wrote you wrote a kids book. I did. Are you right? Aren't you? Isn't there a sequel coming to it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to switch publishers though. What's nice. your uh, What's the kids book called? The one's published. Somebody took my socks. It's adorable. I, it's I, done really well too. I just got my like licensing. They like mailed me finally my like actual copyright claim to the the whole thing. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like legit now. It's been like on shelves for the last uh, since April. Are you selling it locally or just on online? Uh, so far, it's there are some brick and mortar locations that have it, just nice. not here. Mm. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we when, when we saw it, my my wife bought a copy, and it's absolutely adorable. We've reread it to the little yeah, ones. Yeah, I'll show you. I've got them here. Yeah, that's awesome. It's great. It's it's pretty that. funny. It's it's and it's just one of those like you ever have those moments where you're like you always wanted to do something like when you were younger, and now you get to do it as an adult, and you're just like. 
yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the, the idea of just like, I'm going to, when I'm an adult, I'm going to, I, I can spend my money on things I want to do when you end up like not until you can. And like, I'm going to spend my money on things I want unless my wife finds out. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't, I'm in trouble. Don't tell her. Don't tell. Look, don't tell. I mean, I've, I've never been like, I've had past relationships that was like that, but like my wife now, like I, I've openly told her, I was like, I think I'm going to go back into magic. She's like, okay. Yeah. It's like, as long as bills get paid and, and whatnot, and, you know. I've, I've hit a point like, uh, I guess like in that vein a little is like um, the culmination of all of the things that I've like, I've, I've been able to like purchase adult purchases right. here with these things, yeah. but also the the ability to use these tools mm-hmm. yeah. like the book for instance it was just like a, it was a culmination of of writing illustrating and like digitizing it and then all of these things that like they didn't cost me anything right except for a lot of time and i'm right. finally able to take all of these things and put them together like when i make a a stupid youtube video mm-hmm. you know it's like it'll have a lot of components in it that like don't seem like a lot at face value but it's like you know i wrote that song i produced that instrument no, I, I recorded it i i mastered it i filmed this i edited that i did the whole thing from the ground up and it was like all these tools that it took to do that you know what was the one when you sent me the one video and you're like oh i know you're gonna go into the into the the deep cuts was it life and death the yeah poem? yeah yes i watched that and thought this took some time mm-hmm. man like yeah. like all of it just because it's like i went back and watched it again didn't realize how much of a creep it was on the on like the zoom in the like pan just, the yeah pan. yeah <laughs> yeah and I'm like, God damn, this took some this took some serious time. That's still impressive. Like, still very impressive to me. When we have like show notes or whatever, we need to be able to share some of this stuff. Oh yeah, like we need to show this. I stuff mean, we'll put it in, on social media. Stuff, yeah, so. yeah. That's we're, we're we'll we'll have that all launched by by now. By the time people listen to this, by the time you, by the time you hear this, <laughs> we're a little we're a little behind. Life uh, finds a way. Um, yeah, I'm just, I, like I'm completely on board with what you're saying, Mark. There's so much thing. There's so many things that like I've realized that, that the money was never the barrier to entry. It was just it helped, time. It helped. I mean, there was like a combination of those things because the tools that I've used to do that, like right. Even though it's just my phone, like that's a really good camera. That's why I bought that phone. The thing was right. flat out. Like all of our phones mm-hmm. are a thousand dollar piece of equipment. Yeah. There, this this microphone. You know, that interface, the stuff right. that is here, even the lighting that I used in that was stuff that did cost me a considerable amount of money, you know, and those were those adult purchases, but then it was like compounded by all of these, like this like knowledge that I've amassed and yeah. skills from that I never would have been able to do, even if I had the money as a kid. It's all tools, that was just, though. That was just time. It is. You know, these were time. That, these cost me time. I was just you thinking know? the same thing. You, you, you can't do it without the tools, but you can also can't just give the tools to somebody without the knowledge and mm-hmm. have them be able to do it, mm-hmm. right? So, like, You lead a horse to water. Exactly. You know? yeah. A decade ago, if somebody gave you all this stuff and you had this I would have sold written. it for drugs. Well, there's that. You, la- you <laughs> laugh. It, it, right. <laughs> a decade I, ago. <laughs> I've known Mark for, we've known each other for. Oh, all close to a decade. For close to a decade. Yeah. And I remember seeing him during that time. So when he joked about that, he's not joking. Yeah, yeah no, we've talked about that a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's incredible seeing him as the man he is today. And like, I, I remember 10 years ago, like, and I still, I still look back and just thinking about like where I am now and where I was then. And like, I, it's still like very fresh that I left a world that 
I grew, I literally grew up in, and now it's almost like I'm regrowing up, or I'm making up from lost time now because now I'm actually in a place where my skills can be used. I'm doing projects or whatnot that I really feel that I could put my stamp on. Mm-hmm. I I have gained all this knowledge from all that stuff, while good and bad, all that experiences. Now I can really like really use it for we're like always for good built and capable of growth yeah. it's just like the vessel that we're existing mm-hmm. in isn't always big enough for and us that's the thing like i you know the stuff that you're talking about doing mark you, you know you didn't necessarily set out and buy all this equipment to do that mm-hmm. but you you know a lot of this turned out to be stuff that you're doing in projects you know whether it's recording mixing mastering whatever and then you, you've gained that knowledge and now you're able to to put that knowledge and the equipment into mm-hmm. your passion projects. And I think that's kind of like, that's maybe sort of the, the safe spot for all of us, right? That like, there's a lot of stuff that you've you kind of, for lack of a better term, paid your dues over the years, whether it's learning a skill or saving up the money to get the- I put the in so many years in the academy and now I'm able to pilot this goddamn ship and I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's what it boils down to. I watched it? everybody put that hat on. About time for me to put the fucking hat on and see the stars, <laughs> damn it. Engage. You know. Yeah, Gage too. He can do it. <laughs> I was trying to go for like a Star Trek thing, I but yes. Yeah, I understand. It's, oh, Jesus. We have those periods of like just super serious and all of a sudden just like low ball joke. Aww. Somebody came into manhood today. (laughs) Stopping it, stopping at Home Depot on my way home. (laughs) Gonna buy myself a deck and a level. That's my favorite. That's uh, like there's an online comic uh, that he's like, oh man, I got bit by a dad, and then all of a sudden it's like at night, and he's at he's at a Home Depot, and he goes, I'm gonna build myself a deck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an adult now. Adulting means a lot of things, but the more I'm 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 realizing, like when you're talking about ten years ago, the thing that like kind of hit me as odd is ten years ago I was still middle age, so there's. You know, right. It's it's kind of a haul. We've got a lot of this before we actually. Ten years ago, I never would have imagined that I would have been sitting at my house last week, having a video chat with my son, who was telling me about how a kid was picking on him on the playground and proceeded to punch him. And my son said, "I didn't want to fight him, Dad." Punched him back and then kicked him in the coconuts. Took him out. <laughs> wow. His words. I kicked him in the coconuts. Kicked him in the coconuts. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Like it's it's always it's just fascinating. Like ten years ago, I never thought I would be in a in you know a healthy relationship, married, own house. You know the idea of just like you know the white picket fence and two point five kids, or whatever like that. But like I kind of have that, and it's just like it's still like crazy to me to kind of like look back and you know see like where I've been well, and what I struggled and like, where I'm at now. 10 years ago, I would have never thought that I'd live even closer to my parents than I already did. When I was younger, I always thought like success meant going out in the world and getting away. And now there's like, you know, as my parents are, are elderly, there's not this huge desire to, to get away, at least for me. And I know a lot of people have different relationships with their parents and mm-hmm. it means something the different. The U.S. specifically is very different because the rest of the world, it's like there's like this whole stigma 
after like the 50s and the nuclear family and all that about like moving out of the home as yeah. soon as you become an adult and like that doesn't happen anywhere else in the world no they live together their entire fucking lives and yeah. then you just inherit the house take care of your parents when they are old and die and it's like yeah it's like such a weird we thing just I think such the, a strange the dynamic you're, here you're feeling this way now is because you're it's just, like you were saying earlier we like grow out of all of those like chains and things mm-hmm. that we had like grew up with like you're free to just say like no man it's my choice and like I okay, yeah i love my parents i want to be close i to haven't you know? seen my parents live about two and a half hours away i have not seen them god since maybe earlier this year go see your parents i'm see, see parents. i'm tentative well i'm tentatively going to be seeing them at the end of october and the reason is because my sister will be in town because my sister lives in africa so she's going to be in town in the States. So I'm finally going to go and see my family and sister and, and whatnot. Who I haven't hey, seen my gonna, sister. You don't got to wait for your sister to come from another continent. She to go comes to from half. Africa to see her parents. I know, right? And you can't even do I that. can't drive two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck I am? It's what kind haul. of suck? I mean, my little brother's living. Like, my one little brother do, lives. Do, we do, Our do, house, do, uh, my do. home house is like kind of like a side duplex sort of. Instead of like up, uh, it's sort of like top bottom. It's like side side townhouse. I guess you could say townhouse. That's what this is. Yeah, it's it's sort of like this kind of, but it's like just a one large home. And that's where, he you, lives, that's where you grew up. Yes, in, I grew up in Akron, Ohio, and uh, so they like lived in uh, they like when we were growing up, we used to have the whole house, and then like when my parents needed a babysitter, they rented out the the one half of the house. And as you know, for a couple of bucks off of their rent, their, their, their rent, you know, come and babysit these snot nosed kids or whatnot. And we made like, and like the one babysitter, we, we actually like, they, she grew up with us and whatnot. And then she got married and left and then her sister took over and everything. And then we got old enough and then we took over the whole house again. So my little brother lives in the one half of the house. My other little brother lives in somewhat the same part of town, but like maybe 20 minutes away. But, like, close enough, my sister was living in the same area, then went to Africa, and then pretty much made a life in Africa, then went back to school and went into, uh, uh, finished up school in Boston, and then went back to Africa after her husband and actually having a baby, and then they moved back to Africa because they want to grow up in in that atmosphere and i'm just instantly two and a half hours away and i'm just too fucking lazy to drive to go down do you, sometimes do you ever feel like this um and my, my parents are only like honestly less than 10 minutes away do you ever feel like this and i, I get this, i don't know, know what it is but this is like mental block where like even i don't i don't know what it is it's like this resistance like i almost oh god it's hard to put into words but like like you want to see your parents but you also don't yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's not like it's not like there's actually a, a part of me that doesn't want to see them. It just feels like um, I don't know how to word it. Boring. Well, it's. I mean, part of it is boring, sure, but but I'm it's kidding. but it's I also see, not. It's, I see my it's really not. All the time, so all right. I can't relate. I don't know. I mean, I I, I see my my parents, I'm, but I don't call as much as I know that I should. That's what it boils down to, and I don't know why. I don't know what the thing is that stops me from doing that. I because I know they're not going to be around forever. My parents, right. my, my mom's in her late seventies. My dad's in his eighties. My dad has stage four cancer, and I don't go out as much as I. I will feel the desire to, and I still don't pick up the phone and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" I think it's just one of those things. It's just like you're 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 still like 
I think it came from the idea you're saying like when you grow, you get to a certain age, you just go out in the world and then like, right. that's it. And so maybe like, like there's just like subconscious feeling of failure of needing to go back. Maybe I don't you know, know. I don't know. It's just call weird. Your mom. Yeah, all right. yeah, that's what it boils down to. Call your mom. Call your parents. Shut up and call your mom. mom. Yeah, just do it. Just, just do it. Whatever. Like, whatever call- the mental block is, you know, after you're three seconds into your conversation with your mom, it's going to be like it's always been, where it's just that same. Yeah, just fucking call your mom. Just call your mom. I I mean, I talk to my mom. And if your dad answers, I don't know if it's anything like my household, but if your dad answers, be like, the fuck are you doing? Who, where's mom? It shouldn't yeah, be I, napping. <laughs> what? Kind of. Uh, is mom at the store or something? Or, <laughs> do I, is this the right number? I He's got that girl like, I've, Hello. I've, I've actually, just just quickly, but like I've, I've, I had a rough relationship with my, my father. My father and I were kind of like oil and water a lot. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've, stri- I've strived to rebuild a little bit more of that connection. Yeah. My rest of my siblings are a little bit closer to my dad than I am. Sure. Um, but I I've a- have actively tried to reach out to him and more than just hey, I need a favor I well, or you know, just actually trying to make a connection. Yeah, actually yeah. make a connection. So I've gotten but I've always had a connection with my mother. But it was more of like growing up he worked a lot and he did a lot for our family that's food the same. on the table but yeah. like I never made a my mom was connection. the one that was there for like if I was in any kind of a sporting yes. event or school yes. like if I was in a school play mom was there right my dad was out busting his ass same. providing for the family same so like I I want to you know I've I've uh, app, uh, you know openly do that and that's also not to say because that came out really wrong that my mom wasn't. My mom was an elementary school teacher. Right. Know? My mom was also providing for the family. My dad was just the more typical, you know, uh, baby boomer role of, yeah. of being the provider. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Same with my parents. My, my mom is about to retire, I think, in the next year or so from her job that she's been there for 35 years. Yeah. That's how that's Imagine, how old I am. Man. It's my whole life. That's, 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 a, that's a lifetime, man. Nobody's... Yeah. Most people our generation, our generations, don't do that. You no, know, they don't, don't stick, stick at that. one thing the entire time. But I also, mean, I thought- that generation, I think, stayed in in many ways stayed true to their hobbies. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember growing up, and this cracks me up now. I remember when I was a kid and having to kind of reverse engineer the math on that. My mom would have been in her thirties, was doing like cross stitch. Because it was something she, you know, took up from her mom as right. a kid. There were no, like... It's because our parents grew up in the Dust Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm just making X's. We used to have to make sweaters. Cloth. I mean, <laughs> shit, I need a washcloth. <laughs> Let me just knit you one. <laughs> Come here, Sonny. They didn't have any fucking targets back then, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> were you going to go to Target? That doesn't Dad exist. had a target on his back. <laughs> from all that hunting yeah yeah out there hunting poorer people <laughs> stick a turn stick a turn get weird get weird call your mom get weird yeah, call, call your mom that's, that's it that's, the, that's it that's that's the moral of the story that's the episode title get weird call your mom that's yep it. that's it too old for this shit is hosted by chris Peapoddar and mark pinnell produced by mark miller at bike rack records you can follow Bike Rack Records on Instagram at Bike Rack Records. Please also give us a follow at T-O-F-T-S-P-O-D. That's T-O-F-T-S-P-O-D. Our intro music is Golden Calf by Dual Neutral, and our outro music is Blind by Bliss Nova. See you next time. We 
Just making news of my mind